Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Paranormal Science. I'm Joe Hawk. I'm Stan Zurich. I'm Ed Macray. I'm Kelly Macray. Oh, that was good, Ed. I, yeah, I, I, I slid uh, that in there like that. I was wondering I if you were going to catch that little change. I, I, got, <laughs> I got worried there. What's going on? I'm feeling well. Don't worry. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> Just check. A little change in the name there. Oh, yeah. It's getting a little drawn out. I don't want to take up a lot of time when Kelly's got to get in there. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought maybe like the powers of beer, somebody said something. Right there. Oh, negative oh, on that. All right, all right. Just, just checking, just checking. Hey, Joe, do you have anything to uh, tell us tonight? I do not. Oh, do yes, not. yes, I do. do. Yes, up, I do. Your bloodied, cut-up figures. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I have Timmy the Turnip, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Round of applause. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it took me uh, three years, but I did it. It's all right. It's, uh, yeah, uh, I kindly named him Timmy. He's, he's an ugly little turnip, but he'll be all right. <laughs> Timmy will be up shortly. Yes, he will. See what he looks like. You can see him on the, uh, I'll put, we'll post him on uh, <laughs> Paranormal Sciences website, or on uh, Facebook, I mean. So, um, getting close to Halloween. Yes, it is. And, uh, of course, this is, uh, I guess, what you would say, the uh, the paranormal time. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody gets in the mood now. Even if you don't believe, everybody goes out to the haunted houses and the, and the, um, <clears throat> the haunted walks and the tours and the ghost tours. And So it's, it's a big time of year. Yes. It, it really is. Yes. And uh, I know you put some uh, some stuff together and we, that we kind of hinted on last week um, about the uh, the veil and stuff being mm -hmm. the thinnest, of course, in mm -hmm. October, uh, especially All Hallows' Eve, which most people know is obviously October 30th. And... Um, I have to admit, even as a kid... Um, I mean, it's not I, Mischief Night? Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, mischief <laughs> Night. Yeah, 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 for those that aren't sure. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. No, no, you're right. But um, even as a kid, like, as we know, you know, I was always interested in the paranormal. But before I actually knew about it, before I was educated within it, um, 
I always felt different on Mischief Night. I always felt like it was, um, I don't want to relate it to like a Christmas morning, but it was like that type of different feeling. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I always felt on Christmas morning that it was like a peaceful thing and like, you know, the whole world was just happy. I don't know if it was just my blissfully ignorant when I was young or whatever, but you know, <laughs> it's just, no, seriously. I, I mean, you just, I, I had that feeling, you know, it was just, you know, you felt the love in the house, the whole nine yards. Well, All Hallows Eve always felt to me something different. I always felt like it was like the air seemed just that much more crisper. The night seemed just that much more darker. You know, the silence seemed just that much more silent. Silent, right? I, that's the only way I can explain it. I don't know how it, to, it wasn't to a put sense into of words. Fear or no, no, like not that. at all. It was just like just s- different. Different. Yes. Yeah. So, like you know, and that's what the kind of like I always thought that when I was a kid. And then even when um, I remember got back in the days on the ambulance and stuff. Remember we used to ride around mm-hmm. and for the Halloweeners. We used to put the spotlights on and ride around. <laughs> and, and um. You know, even then, it was always a different feeling. Like, you know, you'd have the the windows down in the ambulance, and you'd be riding around saying hi to the kids and that. And it just always felt, the energy, if you will, felt different that night, always to me. And now, of course, we're going to talk about that. Stan, you know, Stan does all our, our, our research and stuff, which, you know. I think thank- you're going to pass that down to Ed soon. Oh, yeah, because wow. he doesn't have enough to do. No, it's, it's got all this free time in his hands. No, that, that's awesome. Thank How many you, more hats do I have to wear? <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. good. <laughs> well, you know what? Being as Hallow's Eve, you're talking, it'll right. be hats I'll be wearing. It'll be masks. That's right. The that's many right. masks of Mac. Yeah. And if anybody's out there and knows how the masks came about and why, give us a call. We know. We just want to hear from you. And uh, maybe there'll be something. Maybe there'll be something if anybody there. out there has stories on... Uh, why the veil is thin. Some, maybe some of our psychics who call in. That'd be great. Why I'd, is the I'd veil love so to hear thin? from people. I, I love callers. They, they, they keep our show interesting. And oh, great. definitely. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's nice you're hearing the different stories that evolve <clears throat> about the same me. thing. Everybody's got a different story, a different twist on it or take, so to say. Absolutely. And it's always nice to hear those different storylines. It is. It is. I, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I know we have the, uh, we have that bus trip coming up from, for ECPC. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe we'll do a caller thing tonight, maybe. We'll see. We'll, we'll see mm-hmm. You mean the Christmas here. trip to New York City? That's correct. Searching Wait, for the Christmas tree. When is that? That is when December is that? 17th. December 17th. That's right. And, and it's uh, going to be an awesome time. That's correct. And uh, actually, uh, we lowered our prices. Mm-hmm. We did lower the price. you got to check out the uh, the Facebook, or no, I'm sorry, our um, it's called website. website. Thank you. Haven't changed it there yet, but they are lowered. Yeah, they are yeah. lowered. So uh, as soon as we get a chance, we'll change it on there. And Stan, what did they go to? They went thirty nine dollars. Thirty nine dollars from forty nine, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's uh, that's our Christmas gift, to everyone. Hopefully, uh, you know, we'll get the we'll get the bus filled up, and we'll have a we'll have a real good time out there. So I think we will. Week before Christmas, oh, the yeah. trees up, the yeah. lights are out. Like I said, I'm looking for calor- calories. 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 Well, he's looking for cal- calories. Cal- yeah. I don't oh, find I'll calories. tell you what. I, I just I just, yeah. I, I just had some before I came here. I had some, <laughs> I had some sushi. That was some. Calories, I uh, carolers. I think that's right. <laughs> we'll find that's, them. For that's you, my Stan. goal out there. That's well, my goal this year. I'll tell you, uh, Holly and I grabbed something before the show here, and uh, you know, I don't know if you guys tried Fuji or not down in Pittston. No, it's I like, it's my, like son, a free, my son goes there. This right. is a free pl- pl- plug for them, but I'll tell you what, phenomenal. If, if you like sushi, where are they at? Where they're located? Uh, at? Right on Main Street there. Um, okay. As you're going to Words Durier on the right hand side. Okay. Yeah. So it's, uh, I, I mean, you know, it's half price sushi it's Sunday. Sushi. So oh, <laughs> I won't eat it. I'm no, just no, putting no, a name no, on there. No. Sushi's good. No, but it's not just sushi, though. I mean, you know, we, we had we had noodles and, and chicken. And it was, it was the, the, the ramen. Or, yeah, ramen. Not ramen, not at all. Nope. <laughs> lo mein. Not ramen. Lo mein. That's good noodles. I and, like uh, them. Yeah. The, yeah. So um, I, I think you'd like it. It's really good. It really is. So that's a free plug for them. They probably have no clue I just did that, but that's all right. <laughs> Excellent. Hopefully they're listening, though. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not sure. Eh, yeah. You never know. A little bit of a language barrier there, but yeah. it was very nice. 
Well, is it like the Chinese restaurant we used to go to in Wilkes-Barre, like a family-run place? Um, it is. It's very, I mean, I got a bowl of soup the same size that, that, that you used to get Remember mm-hmm. in planes there. Right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah, so it, it's, it's, it's got some good... Uh, it's got some good, um, you know, good flavor. Portions. That's what I'm looking right. for. I'm a little off tonight. Don't mind me. I'm trying to That's stifle right. my cough here. So if I start coughing on air, my, my apologies. <laughs> All right. Time to move on. What were we talking about now? I have no clue. The, the veil. The veil. <laughs> Why it's so thin. Uh, veil's thin. Believe it or not. <laughs> Mid, you okay over there, Joe? Oh, yeah, I'm all right. I'm back. <laughs> Mid-October to about the first week in November. It's not just one or two days. It thins out for the last week. And then it comes back after that. Okay, what's going Sorry. on over there? I'm Are looking dead silent. Because we, we have a caller, but I can't see my... my uh, Stand by. Technical difficulties. <laughs> Please stand by. Please However, stand by. you know the the caller. That's all right. Well, we can still get the caller. I just don't know the uh, I just don't know the name. So uh, hold on, hold on one second. Uh, welcome, caller. I can't tell what name you are, but welcome, uh, Michael from Wilkesburg Township. Hey, Michael. Welcome. How you doing? First and foremost, like- guys, I'd like you to say a prayer for my mom. She passed away last week, and uh, she went to internal rest. And uh, but anyway, sorry to hear that. Yeah. Uh, this just happened a couple hours ago. Another, my best best friend I ever had in my life, honest to God, he passed away from pancreatic cancer, oh May 4th. And not far from here, uh, he has a little hunting cabin, and I'm more or less, like, entrusted by the family to go up there and check on the place, you know. You have to drive in the road about a mile. It's like an Amish shed that's all fixed up, but it's, it's really nice. A beautiful little piece of land. It's like grandfathered into the game lands and so forth. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, I went up like to reflect on things today and just sit there and have a beer and like with the leaves and the wind and everything and right. find some peace. It's very peaceful there. So I have an old Chevy truck. It's all been restored. And I drove up there, and I got to the place, and the button on the lock, it's no electric locks or nothing, it's all manual. The button was down, and uh, I shut the truck off. I attempted to get out the door, and uh, I noticed it was locked, so I started fooling around with the knob. And there's no way this door would open. It's it just like, the, it just the mechanism would not work. So the passenger side was open, and I went out that way. So I figured, well, let's see what's going on here. I just, you know, just start the, with the keys, jingling them in the lock, and jigging around, like pushing on the door a little bit. And finally it gave way, and it opened up. And I'm thinking, well, what happened here? I just looked, and, and Dan's place he has up there, there's a little tiny toolbox. It's still there and all, like with screwdrivers, your basic little tools. And there's a picnic table there. And I figured, well, I'll take the upholstery off the door and just see maybe with the lock, maybe like a, a bolt or a nut fell off something and it's not working properly. Uh-huh. So I took all that off. And, uh, you know, like the striker where the striker is and that Paul comes up to catch the door, like when you're, you know, just when you shut the door on an automobile, it, it locks, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pushed that back and this thing would not come back for anything. I'm there jimming around with like a screwdriver and so forth looking and I, I took everything off the door and I'm looking, seeing how to make it. And finally, like the locks start coming up, but this thing would not give way in any shape or form. So 
I drove right back down from Bear Creek, and I'm holding the door closed with my hand. Oh, that'd be and funny. I come over to Pine Run Road, and a good friend of mine, he restores antique automobiles. Uh, I just figure, well, I'm going to take a chance and stop and ask him. He may have a special tool. Maybe it's just something like with the lock, like a little special simple tool to reset it or something. Yeah. So I went, and I got him. He's in a garage. We walked up back up to the truck. And I said, Stuart, look at the the door. And I said, it won't shut, it won't shut at all. And he got the door, just opened and shut. He says, what's the matter with it? Oh, oh. nice. Wow. Yeah. I, I could, and I went right back up to up, up to Dan's place up there, and I, I got his toolkit back out and put the upholstery back on. And but I, I couldn't figure, like I said, maybe, like I said, with everything that's going on or, you know, it was very strange, though, you know? You, you, you never know. It's just... Uh... Yeah. So I thought it'd be a neat story to tell you guys tonight, you know? So. Well, this, anything else happen after that? Uh, no, the, 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 the doors work like a Swiss clock. Awesome. I guess that was enough for one day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yes it is. I have to go back to work tomorrow, finally, you know, so... Yeah. Okay, guys, so, thank you. Oh, thank you. I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, honestly, um, from the bottom of our hearts here, we, you know, our thoughts and prayers are definitely with you and your family and your mom. Thanks. Okay, thank you. But um, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's, it's always it's always sad to hear something like that. And may she rest in peace. Yeah, Mike calls in on a regular basis. One of our regular listeners, that yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah. It's, like I said, everybody at Paranormal Science here. Your thoughts and prayers are with you. Uh, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be back. Hey, it's Mark Kais from Paranormal Science. Did you ever get that feeling like you have a thousand demons tearing at your back? You know the pain. Are you uncomfortable in your own body, like you're possessed with somebody else's torment and suffering? You don't need an exorcist. You need chiropractics. Dedicated to providing the best chiropractic and rehabilitative care possible, chiropractics will get you back into the body you remember. Chiropractics, 569 Pier Street, Kingston, PA. Check them out on the web, getchiropractics.com, T-I-X on the end, or call 570-288-5800 and get back to living. Elmer here. I was at the East Coast Paracon last week. Met a lot of nice people. Had a great time. There was a Native American fellow there selling feathers, bows, and knives. And another lady there selling essential oils. She tried to spray me with something called Essence of Hawk. This stuff smelled good. Not a bit like the Hawk I know. Went to see a psychic while I was there, and they told me I have a family waiting for me on the other side. I hope I make them wait a long time. Thanks to everyone who came out to make this such a success, and we'll see you next year. All right, welcome back to Paranormal Science. Could you guys hear me okay? Okay, I couldn't, I hear, hear, my, couldn't hear my headset there. Welcome back. We're going to need the, the lights on. Could you read that standard now? No. No, it's, mm, right. it's a little dark. Sorry, during the break, we are actually taking uh, some pictures of Timmy. The turnip. The turnip. Um, <laughs> the lights on, are hot. The post on our, uh, our our Facebook page here. He's, he's, he's glowing of orange. He actually looks like a little gourd. You can't even tell he's a turnip. So we're going to take a, a regular picture of him and then a, uh, a picture of him glowing so that way no one thinks I cheated with a small pumpkin or something. <laughs> you got us all back. You know, we know firsthand. We right? saw the finished product. We see what it is. And uh, you completed your task. That's he right. Did. That's right. Took, took him a while to do it. We had to embarrass him into it. But yeah. He did it. Not, not we. Stan. Stan. Oh, hey. Stan. I've been, I've been working on it for three years to do this now. Task That's complete. True. Now I'm going to have to find something for next year now. 
Yeah, well, no, I, well, no. You're up next year, not I'm this up, kid. I'm yeah. up. No, we know what he's up for, and it is going to come. Uh, What's that? Past life regression. He has to finish up. That's right. That's right. I'll have to do that. That is right. Yeah. That is worth the wait, though. I know. I can't wait. The final chapter, so to say. The last three lives. <clears throat> That's right. Yeah. Be good. Three. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. So, um, do we want to get started on this? Yeah, when we All left right. off, we were talking about the veil. Yes. Yeah, crank right. it up, Stan. Give us All some right. info. Uh, I mentioned that it starts mid-October and goes into early November. They have exact dates. Starts around, lasts from October 14th to November 4th every year. That's when the veil is the thinnest. So, oh. it's already started. You know, we're already, what, the 24th today, or 23rd, so. It is halfway between, I believe... Is the fall equinox and the winter equinox solstice. the solstice? Yeah, winter solstice. Fall solstice. Halfway between that. Winter solstice, fall equinox, yeah. Right? And there's another one that comes in the spring. That's the same thing between the solstice and the, like, I don't know what you call it, spring equinox? I know there's a summer solstice, so is it the... No, this, uh, is, this is exactly the same, like a year from now, or half a year back. Huh. Yeah, it's huh. in the spring. Okay. The veil thins out. It's these two times of the year. But it's most notable... Obviously, before Halloween in October. Right. Well, everybody thinks about it now. There's a lot of holidays. Well, that's that just it, right? Right. We give it a lot of energy thinking about it, and, you know. and that leads on to another thing. You mentioned last year. You wonder why it's thinner this time of the year. Why? What happens that you know makes right. it like this? Right. It's not that it's thinner. What is it? That more people are concentrating on the dead and empowering the dead. There you go, pay, making the energy there. Exactly. Feeding it, fueling it. Yeah, exactly. makes some it sense there. more sense. energy. People praying for the dead, All Souls Day, Day yeah. of the Dead. Right. right. And I think there's a couple other holidays in there. Hmm. Sham, what's that one, the Wiccan Jew? Shaman? Sha something. Oh, there's I'm a name lost for here. It. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a name for it. Rosh Hashanah? No, that's Jewish. Right, that's what I thought you meant. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's one that uh, Wiccans use. Well, hey, they have... Uh, <laughs> they have rights too. Yeah, I, just can't, I can't remember. No, Russia. I think it might be Christmas time, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. See, I, I'm not. I'm definitely not up on that. But we do have a caller, so uh, hold on. I, I can't announce the person. But welcome, caller. Well, well, hey, well, welcome, Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello. Hello. There we are. Welcome. How are you? Good. How are you? All right. I, I wanted to share one. Uh, one odd thing that happened to me. Um, I was, uh, well, moved up or up in this up in the area. I so up in the northwest area, and uh, I've been here about I don't know, twenty seven, twenty eight. Uh, geez, maybe longer, twenty eight years. Uh, northwest and, territories. Excuse me. The northwest territories or northwestern Pennsylvania? No, northwest. Uh, well, northwest area. Southern. I'll say. I'll, I'll give you. This. Uh, southern Southern Luzerne County. Right. I didn't really want to pinpoint where I was at. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. No, sorry about that. Okay. But um, I was at uh oh, like well, when I first moved up here, and like anything else, like I, I like I married at about twenty eight, twenty nine years old, and I just give you a quick rundown, and you know, come from a different area, and kind of like where I live, there's a lot of people are related to everybody, but and like so you have to basically fit in, and I did. I mean, I was kind of easy going. Uh, maybe a little, maybe a little bit sugar at times, but anyway. <laughs> uh, but but the one the one uh, neighbor uh, took a liking to me, and and he um, nice guy, but type of guy that like if if even like with his, with his, any of his like relatives, if they didn't do anything, it, well he had they had one shot. If they did something wrong, he would disown them. 
him and I, if we saw, I mean, I'll tell you what, that's just the way he was. That, uh, nice, I tell you what, heart of gold, nice guy. He worked on the Berwick Power Plant, and um, he bought a lot of the area, like the land area, and he, and he basically gave it off to, like, to nephews and nieces and whatever throughout the years. But like I said, if they said, hey, come to, and later on in life, he, he had sugar, and he ended up... Uh, dying from it but uh he always liked me and i'm like i'm basically maybe 300 yards from home so when i would get home come home from work he would uh he'd yell yo joe and if he wanted it, like what he was doing is like having a beer on his other porch so <laughs> enjoying himself nothing wrong with that oh yeah yeah well it was great about it like my wife my wife loved the guy like like she never had a, a i don't think she had a she hadn't she never had a uh well, she had brothers, but she never had a, a sister. It was like the sister she never had, honestly, because that's how <laughs> close she was to him. So, so anyway, so any time he yelled that, that was it. Like you know, go down there and help this guy. You know, he probably needs this and that. And then he was heavy set. And like towards the end of his his uh, life, and what happened was, uh, he um, we like I said, that yo Joe, that was it. So it was it. That was my word. Basically, I'm going down for some beers, and most of the time they go down there and just hey. Open, crack one open. It's hot as hell, you know. Uh. That's how it was, and that's basically what it was. So, so he had me as a pallbearer. He did pass away, oh, and and it, and yeah, well, kind of like throughout the years, though, he did disenfranchise himself from everybody. Like, mm -hmm. like I said, he was that way. But he sat and talked to me and told me things, and like this is, you know, I and, and I mean, he was hard in front, but but in the center, he had a soft spot. And then he knew, he said, this is my death sentence. And he couldn't get, uh, he worked, but he couldn't get um, any kind of, uh, he couldn't get pills for his, for his uh, sugar, diabetes. He died. He, I mean, he said, this is my death sentence. And he died. And so anyway, what I'm getting at is when he did pass away, he, um, I, he passed away, and I think it was a day before, it was like around the hunting season, because I remember going back, and he always told me this one area not to go into, like, oh, my quad. I went in there, I got stuck. Huh. I left it there. It was crazy. So I walked back in, and my wife's telling me, you know, Frank died. As I'm walking, like, back from my property, because we own some prop some acreage up here, and, uh, and I, I took it hard, and uh, they asked me to be Paul Bear. So anyway, Buzz Paul Bear, so on and so forth. So it was like spring. It was the spring of the next of the following year, and I was up golfing. And I was at where, where this place is. There's, there's the golf course. There's a cemetery, so I don't. You could probably figure it out. Didn't really want it, but couldn't. Uh, it didn't look the same, you know, in the spring when everything's up. And I'm not like a big golfer going every week. So I went like when, when it, you know, when it was pretty much green and nice. And I thought to myself on the golf course by myself so I was gonna I, I sliced a ball in that area general area and I wanted to go and uh, put a beer on his grapes and I did well believe it or not I took a couple beers to be on the golf course right. you know <laughs> I had a dead, I had a designated driver mm -hmm. so anyway so I went down there to look and I couldn't I put a life me I couldn't find where his, where his tombstone was so I went back up and um, it was the last basically in the ninth hole and uh, I I shot one, and uh, I was up there ready to uh, tee off again. I went, the one I sliced, and I went up to tee off again, and I'm, and uh, all of a sudden, I, I can hear, Yo, Joe! I'm telling you, 
Now, <laughs> plain as, as day. Now, there is some lay explanations. I thought about it. Like, from the road, you know, you could, if somebody seen my car parked there, they could have seen me and said that from a, a passing car and that distance would have sounded that way, okay? Yeah. But here's the thing. We just bought a new vehicle, okay? And I took my wife's car and we traded the vehicle in, so I had my golf cart, my golf clubs in that car. Right. So that no one knew we had a new vehicle, okay? A different, so no one knew that. So as, as I'm parked there, even though, you know, I'm not really, you know, that well-known, but, I mean, somebody could have seen my vehicle and said that. No one else to you know. No, that wasn't, that couldn't have been. And so I, then I called, and here's the, other, here's the other freaky part that I thought was weird, is uh, how they say that, like, uh, when something like this happens, that, like electrical current, electricity, whatever. So, hey, like it'll kill a battery. So I called up and I was on that last hole and I called the owner and I said, hey, just bring up a propane tank and I'll, I think that's all you did is run our propane. But here they have, um, that, that Wednesday they have leaks. So they change all the, I think it was run, they run by propane, I believe. And so she said, no, that's not the problem. She has to be electrical. And that blew my mind because after seeing like a lot of these uh, shows, they're saying that that it'll suck like a battery dry, right? Okay. So whatever that ran on, whatever that ran on a six volt, maybe twelve, probably a six volt. I'd imagine just to crank it over, and it sucked the bat. I'm telling you, I had no problem with it all day. And I went to that last hole right after that, and I went to crank it dead, dead, dead as anything. And I, I, I heard him, yo, I'm telling you, it was just like I pulled in my driveway, yo, Joe. And wow. so when I called her, she said no. So I went back. I never followed up to ask her what was wrong with it. Yeah, well, I mean, again, you know, it's all those unexplained things that makes us always wonder and think about what it could be. You know, and like you said, there's so many different variables there. You, you just never know. Well, the variables were, I, I went and looked at them and looked at them, but no, the way they were, and I'll, I'll, there was another, one other one mother, one mother thing, the mother thing, I'll call it, is um, I asked him if, you know, if there, if you can hear me and if there is something to put out a, a lottery, uh, in the lottery, and I, I said, I don't want, I don't want to win money on your, on your loss. Just uh-huh. put, put this, put this number out, and I, I'll tell you what. I forget what it was, but he, he really took a liking to my wife. And I believe her birthday came out the day after he died. Oh, wow. And, yeah, yeah and, and I will get that and show you this. This is, like, you know, I, I don't want to really get into that heavy case or something. Because it, cause I thought it was kind of private. And yeah. But as, as weird as it, and as odd as it seems, I looked at different perspectives, like you said, that try to go this route, that route. There's no other route to explain it. It's just—it's—it's it's remarkable, like like the sequence of things that happen. Right, the uh-huh. sequence of events and how it goes. Absolutely. Yeah, and 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 and, and uh, just thought I'd share that with you. Well, thank you so much. We, we appreciate, appreciate you sharing. That. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. okay. You guys have you have a good one. Go ahead. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I love I love when they call in and they they, they share their, their sure, stories. Their stories it's, it's, what they're involved in. Because you know people open themselves up and then you know I mean they're talking to you know the world essentially because right. we are on the web, so they're talking to anybody out there that could listen. And uh, we certainly do appreciate that. 
I mean, it's something when you hear your name called and there's nobody else there. Oh, right. It's, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's startling. It yeah. definitely is. Yeah. And you hear of it every so often in that, and people want to know if it's just them. And like you said, it wasn't just his name. It was, it was the whole sentence that he always used to yell. So that yeah. in and of itself brings it, you know, even it's closer. Home. Right. Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. Well, you know what? Um, I, I think what we'll do is we'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll try to uh, hit up this veil again. All right. We'll be back. It's Elmer. I forgot to tell you what the guys are doing now. They have a bus trip to New York City planned. It's going to be on Saturday, December 17th, just one week before Christmas. This is their third annual holiday bus trip. Nothing paranormal here unless you're thinking of the two guys running this thing. There's nothing normal about them. For more information, go to their website, www.eastcoastparacon.com. I may just go on this trip myself. Talk to you soon. Warning. This program may contain material that is controversial to some listeners. Spontaneous enlightenment may occur. All right, welcome back, Paranormal Science. So Elmer might go on this bus trip. I'm excited for that. Elmer, if we can get him yeah. on the bus trip. Yeah, I hope he does. I hope he does. Yay. Yay, Elmer. <laughs> we should have like a contest to see if we could find Elmer hiding on the bus. Like, yeah. like a Where's Waldo? Like a Where's, yeah. where's yeah. Elmer? On that where's, where's Elmer? Elmer? Yeah. Oh, that'd be pretty neat. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Where in the world is Elmer? Get the uh, free yeah, lollipop. Yeah. Where in the world is Elmer? Remember <laughs> <laughs> that car from San Diego stuff? Right. Right, we're we're going to have to talk We're, like, we're going to lose him in New York City. He won't make it to the bus to yeah, come right? back. Yeah, yeah, at least he gets off the, uh, gets off the subway in time. <clears throat> All righty, where were we? The Veil. The, the Veil. The Veil. The we veil. talked about the time of the year the Veil is in. How people basically conjured up themselves. I mean, you've got all different holidays, religious holidays, different things that time. You got people praying for the dead. You've got something. Uh, I don't know if it's just Mexico or the Spanish people, South American people celebrate the Day of the Dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's yes. a, that's a big thing. They that actually, is a big they actually thing out there. Go to the cemetery and have a picnic with a full blown meal, and everything. Yes. You have to honor the dead, and it's you know. And I, you know, it's different out of every culture how they do that stuff and that you know and. Uh, Different ways they celebrate death. Yeah, I mean, usually, you know, some 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 cultures believe that's the beginning of life itself. Mm-hmm. When you die is actually the beginning, and it's just the opposite of how we normally. You know, I wouldn't say we normally look at it, but but how, how a great majority looks at it. It's not necessarily the end; it's a new beginning. Mm-hmm. It's just another part of. Well, I should say part of life, but another step. It is. No, it is a part of life. Well, Absolutely. Another step, whatever we are at that point. Right. Absolutely. Right. I believe. Matter of fact, I wish I knew the dates, and I tell everybody, but there is a. Uh, I don't want to, I don't know what it is a Mexican church a Spanish church up in Scranton okay they're having a big festival I think it's the end of the month because I think the day of the dead is uh, November 2nd 3rd or 1st and 2nd somewhere in that time frame and they're having a festival and they're inviting all the public out to go to their festival to celebrate the day of the dead that's awesome hmm. I wouldn't mind, I'll tell you what <laughs> excuse me I would not uh, I would not mind doing that just check it out and see what uh, you know mm-hmm. the event that took place and everything and how the festivities went. I'm always interested in stuff like that. I, I really different am. different things, right? <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah, but it's amazing. I'm looking online at pictures of what they do there. They actually dead dress up like skeletons, dead people, and I guess that's so that the dead can mingle with them, walk around, and you won't notice the difference. They won't be. Like oh, the everybody wow. fits in. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me see what oh. else I can find. I can't pronounce the, it, 
Does anybody here speak Spanish? Um, Espanol poquito. Uh, okay, then come over here and read this. It's Dio de los Muertos. I'll give it my best shot. <laughs> Stand, Stand by. by. Stand by. <laughs> Ed makes his way around the table here. As he's working his way as through the lab. science repositions himself to talk about Let's something. see, where is it at? You now? lost it on the screen. No, I didn't lose it. It's right there. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> that word. De los Muertos? 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 I hope I'm pronouncing that correct, correctly. Well, what anyway. What, it, what day, is it? It's the Day of the Dead. Oh, oh it's the holiday, okay. the Day of the Dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Mexico's rampant with folk tales about what entails about what happens if someone neglects their dead ancestors on the Day of the Dead. Hmm. Yeah, if a spirit returns to find no one has built an altar for them and that their loved ones only left them paltry offerings, they will feel sad and angry, especially when they see the you know, bountiful offerings other spirits receive. So I guess spirits get jealous. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, they all, as in life, you know, some people get jealous of others, you know, and it just may carry on to the spirit world. I, I guess, mean. yeah. I mean, it's... Well, we've always said, as far as spirits, what you're like here in life is... If you're how you are in the other. That's right. Right. How many psychics have told us that, so... Mm-hmm. And it says, neglected spirits may seek vengeance on those who have forgotten them. Additionally, many folk tales describe how those that are ignored, their deceased loved ones, fall immediately ill and even meet their death shortly after the holiday. Wow. Yeah, so if you're not nice to the dead ones... They come and get you. They'll, you'll be one of them. They'll be celebrating you next year. Hmm. I see we have, uh, I see we have another caller here. Okay. That's too soon next year for me. All right, uh... Bob, welcome to the show. Yeah, hello. Hi, hello, guys. Bob. Good evening, Hi, Bob. Bob. How are you all doing? Good. All right, how are you? I'm good. Well, after hearing that other caller, I have to tell you a little something about when my twin brother died. Uh, we had, when we were in our 20s, we set up this agreement that whoever died first, if there was an afterlife, they would somehow send a message back to the one who was still living. So we decided we had to come up with a word for it. And we had these neighbors, they were called the, they were named the Thames, and they put out these beautiful Christmas candles every year at Christmas. So we said, that's it. Well, the secret word will be the Thames candles. And we didn't think about it much beyond that. Mm -hmm. So then in 2010, he died of cancer. And, um, you know, of course I was taking care of things that had to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. And his best friend called. And she, she was on the phone and she said, you know, I don't usually burn candles for people, but in your brother's case, I'm going to burn a candle. Even though I don't usually burn candles. Uh-huh. And then when she said it the third time, huh. I suddenly remembered this agreement we had made that, that it was going to be like the saints' candles. Well, obviously, he was never going to come up with the word saints. But his, his friend was telling me Campbell, and she said it three times, and I burst out laughing, and I told her about the agreement so that she wouldn't think I was just totally nuts. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, but it was funny because he, he obviously kept his end of the agreement uh, by doing that, and there were some other manifestations, too, that he uh, made himself evident. Um, wow. That's so, awesome. Uh, That's awesome, Bob. And, and one more thing. Um, you, the whole thing that you also need to include with your discussion of um, the veil and death and all that is you're in the astrological sign of Scorpio. 
And that has two significant aspects. One is sexuality, and the other is death. So um, where, where things show up in Scorpio on your chart can indicate when you might be going to pass or something. Well, I'm a Scorpio. Let me know, Bob. November 13th? <laughs> That's well, right. I don't know your date of death. I'd have to see your chart. But anyway. Well, okay. I'll email you. All right. Thanks, Bob. Thanks. All right. Thanks, thanks for Bob. the call. I love when Bob calls in. He's a wealth of knowledge. Absolutely. I enjoy that. Absolutely. And he didn't share about his brother. That's awesome. Yes. Uh, in case anybody's wondering, Timmy is up on Paranormal Sciences Facebook page. Timmy the Turnip is up. His uh, original carving, his secondary carving to have him light up, and then, of course, the third one, him being lit up. So Timmy is alive and well. If you notice the first one, he actually has some hair on, the, <laughs> on, on, his, on his little turnip head. He has more, more than hair I than do. you. <clears throat> he does. So he, he, is, he is up and, uh, and running and glowing. That is the three stages of Timmy the turnip. That's correct. Now your fingers could heal. Yeah, right? Yeah, the uh, finished product, it looks good. That last picture, yeah. I mean, he looks good. He, looks he does. Scary. He looks like a little you pumpkin. Know? He's all right. Yeah. He's got... I, 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 the teeth weren't supposed to turn out like that. It just kind of happened that way. They're a little <laughs> softer than a pumpkin, so uh, <laughs> that was an oops, but that's all right. I don't know how you hauled it out. That's that's. It, it was uh, it was interesting. <laughs> I almost had to. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Like the bottom of it's very hard, so I had to I had to cut through that. And then what I did was I just kind of like cut the back out a little bit, and then just start scooping out like with a little mm. with the, with a knife. It did. And, uh, it came out nice. Yeah, it came out all right. Yeah. My first turnip. I might carve a turnip every year now. <laughs> <laughs> they're a lot easier than a pumpkin. A little harder because they're, they really are. They're a lot really? easier. They are. He was so soft, like, compared to a pumpkin. The other thing is you have to be very careful. Well, he's so small. I mean, you're going <clears> to... <throat> that's the thing. You have to use tinier tools, but... Yeah. Timmy the turnip. Cute little guy. Yeah. Oh, righty. Awkward silence. Yeah, so Awkward where silence. were you, Stan? Yeah, I'm just waiting for Stan to kick dead in people, with that. Dead people. Talking about the day of the dead. <laughs> dead oh, <people>. yeah. <laughs> Boy, not a Celts believe the normal laws of space and time were held in abeyance during this time. Means basically time stopped during this. Really? During this time here, yeah. Allowing a special window where the spirits would intermingle with the living. It was the night when the dead would cross with the veils and return to the land of the living to celebrate with their family or clan. As such, the great burial mounds of Ireland were lit up with torches lining the walls so the spirits could find their way. The dead spirits. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. It's like, uh, what is it? The uh, We'll leave the light on for you. Motel, oh. uh, <laughs> Motel 6 or whatever that is. <laughs> We're plugging people left and right today. <laughs> <laughs> they leave the light on for you. So that basically the uh, the Irish, and they were leaving the light on for the dead to come mm -hmm. back and uh, visit them. Mm -hmm. You ever been to an Irish funeral? It's a party after the funeral. Yes, yeah. I yeah. have. Oh, I mm -hmm. suspect you guys would. You think? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you may have. <laughs> You'd have, like, uh, you'd have a little bit of information on that, the parties. And <laughs> a family reunion afterwards. That, that's basically what it is. It's yeah. a party, a family really reunion, is. and everybody basically celebrates the, mm -hmm. celebrates the dead. And, and you know what? Yeah. It's such an un unfortunate event, but at times what brings your family together is a time of the death. Well, unfortunately, nowadays, that's all. It's either going to be what people say, a wedding or a death. Oh, that's what right. brings people together, the families. Life is so Sad busy. Sad but true. Yeah. Sad but true. Yeah. Joe, do you remember anything about jack-o'-lanterns? We talk I, about I, every year. We talk about that. I do. I remember Jack was a trickster. Um, I remember he. Um, that's where the turnip thing came in. That's how we uh, we started this. Mm -hmm. um, what else was it? Uh, well, come on. He made a deal with somebody. The devil. He made a deal with the devil. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And you're gonna tell him the rest. <laughs> 
Are you just going to let them hang in? Irish folk, Jack O'Lantern was used to light the lost soul of Jack. Notorious tricker, trickster, stuck between two worlds. Jack is said to have tricked the devil into into a trunk of a tree and by carving an image of a cross on the tree's trunk. He trapped the devil there. His pranks denied him access to heaven and having angered the devil also to hell. So Jack was a lost soul trapped between the worlds. Wow. Oh, so. see, I heard a different one. Mm. Did you really? Yeah. Please, do tell. Yeah, we want you to. Go ahead, come on, Go Kel. Ahead. He made a deal with the devil right. not to take his soul. Okay. I can't remember why, but he made a deal with the devil not to take his soul. And then when he died, they wouldn't let him into heaven. So he didn't want to be stuck between two worlds. And he went He went to hell to talk to the devil, and the devil wouldn't let him in. Right. But gave him an ember to put in the lantern. So he could travel. So he could see where he was going because it was Walk so dark. So he walked and that's where the that's, light you know and the jack-o'-lantern right. came mm-hmm. that's, from. I did jack-o-lantern. hear that one. Right. right. Mm-hmm. I did hear that one. And that was basically the original jack-o'-lantern was back to the termit. Termit? Termit? Termit. Yeah. Turnip. 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 <laughs> like Timmy here on Turnip. The, and it was yeah. a turnip because he had a turnip in his pocket because he mm-hmm. loved turnips. That's where the turnip came from. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. I tried it. I tried some of Timmy while I was carving him out there and he tastes kind of like a radish. <laughs> I was going to say, he looks, appears to be that way, like, yeah. like a, like a radish was, on steroids. I yeah. thought he was a rutabaga. <laughs> yeah, that's what Stan's telling me. I've carved a rutabaga. I don't know if there's a difference between a turnip and a rutabaga. I don't, I don't know. know what, I don't know. How about uh, jack-o'-lanterns as far as pumpkins? They started here in the United States. We had pumpkins here from the Indians. Now mm-hmm. they're back in Ireland. Irish came over here with their turnips, yep. switched to the pumpkin, and then the tradition went back home, and they're using the pumpkin over there now. Oh, really? Yeah. So nice. We said something back to the old school, to the yeah. old times land. Yes, That's we good. did. That's a good thing. Yeah. So whether you're carving a turnip or a pumpkin, hey, enjoy yourself this Halloween. And it's for Halloween. Yeah. Fun time and, uh, you know, however you choose to enjoy it, either watching scary flicks or maybe doing a little paranormal investigations of that, you know, make the best of it. That's it. The veil is thin. If you're it's it's on a weekend, too. It's on a weekend. If you want to do an investigation... Yep. Leads me to my favorite place, Suskin. Go for a ride. Yeah, pick yeah up, right? Pick up a copy pick up a of Suskin's screen. <laughs> I was going to say, while you're up there, pick up a book. Pick up, pick a, up book. a book. You'll know where to go. You'll know where to go. <laughs> and uh, believe it or not, I've got a lot of people that have stopped me, have called me, and That's just good. done just that. Well, you They've know, gone for a ride up there and really enjoyed themselves. They could put the ember in their turnip and read the book by the turnip's light. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Not sure how glowing a turnip could be with an ember in it, but it might work. Well, you could put one of those little LED lights in there. They, they're pretty bright right. these days. Then you could have, like, you know, Paradise by the turnip light. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to go. <laughs> yeah, right around the mountain with a turnip. That's right. I mean, you know, talk about Hallow's Eve and that, you know, the 30th. I remember years and years ago, me and my, my brother, we went to a Catholic school, and uh, one of the rumors going on somebody started was the devil's chains get looser. Oh, really? On Hallow's Eve, yeah. And uh, I know and my brother was pretty nervous about it. That he sounds was, pretty cool, actually. He actually went to the, uh, to the priest. <laughs> no, and, uh, did- Asked if that was true, and you know, supposedly it was somewhere oh. written in the Bible. And I, I remember the priest, you know, gave a little chuckle and he assured him that that was not true or that anywhere in the Bible. But yeah, that was spreading around pretty good that the devil's chains got looser. I get that person credit, that was pretty good. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, yeah was really I mean, it worked. Had a lot of people nervous, I'll put it that way. Yeah, keep, yeah, the, right? kids, keep the kids in line, don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah no one's mis- gonna be out tonight. No one missed trick or treat at them, did they? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that's funny, actually. I mean, you wonder where somebody starts the, those rumors and where it's come from. You know, it's well, a lot of tales. A lot of started somewhere. Yeah, and it just grew. It got added to, taken away from. It might have changed a hundred times. Yeah, 
Yeah, you never know. Somebody puts their own little twist on it and everything like that. You know, sauces it up a bit, make it more scarier or more mm-hmm. lucrative to tell at the campfire. And That's right. Mm-hmm. Something we touched on earlier. Now, it probably is very easy for a spirit to manifest itself now or during Halloween. Well, sure, because they It'll blend. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll blend in. I mean, I never gave it too much thought of that. That, yeah. you know, somebody could be walking down the street and there could be somebody else walking down the street that nobody pays attention to. That's it. You get like right. the funniest looks from everyone you meet. It's like, what's going on, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, that's just... <laughs> well, it's like the black-eyed children we talk about now and then. That's oh, a yeah. perfect time for them to come out. Yeah. That's horrible. Right, especially today's makeup and costumes. You'd think somebody, you know, that was just part of a costume. They go, oh, man, look at his eyes, how they're like that, you know? Exactly. Where'd they if, buy that at? And if somebody came and knocked on your door and looked life. at them, the black-eyed child... Damien! Yeah, yeah, hand, right. them a, hand them a bag of candy. Imagine Go that. away, kid. Have a candy. Oh, man. I'm trying to watch Halloween first. here. Make them, that's <laughs> the, they always sing. I made them sing. Sing. Them sing. I didn't care if it was Happy Birthday or <laughs> Christmas carols. They're singing. You made them work for their chocolate, They did. Huh? I, I made every one of them sing. Nice. Maybe that's why they don't come to my house no more. So you scared See, them off. That, yeah. that could be it. Yeah. You know what, though? I bet he enjoys that candy. There is a ploy behind Stan's stance there. <laughs> you think? Nah. You never know. No Twinkies. No. Twinkies. What do you know? Tricks. Tricks bars. Oh, is that Twinkies or cupcakes? Twinks. Right? How about a whatchamacallit? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those? Whatchamacallits? Yeah, they were yeah, good. I used to enjoy good. them. Yeah. They were good. I don't know. I, I can't really say, I mean, Hershey's, or listen to me, Hershey, Reese's uh, peanut butter cups. They're probably like my favorite Halloween uh, snack yeah. that you get. Yeah. I mean, now if somebody was to put, you know, peanut butter filled uh, Gertrude Hawk smidgens in my bag, <laughs> now I'd be more than happy, you know, with them. I mean, not that I'm addicted to them or anything. No, not at all. No, 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 no not no, you. No that. peanut butter and chocolate, no. <laughs> no. no. But I mean, seriously, I mean, you know, like, apples used to be a big thing a long time ago. That was always a regular gift and that. Mm-hmm. And all the stuff, you know, went down with that stuff years ago. Everybody with the fears. Right? Oh, yeah, remember those? Yeah. yeah. That's like somebody yeah. They actually had the hospitals at that time yep. x raying. Your candies and your apples. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. checking for razor blades and stuff from yep. sick people. I mean, you gotta, you, you got to be safe no matter what you do anymore. I mean, there's some people that just do some crazy stuff. and uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. I mean, you want everybody to have a safe and happy Halloween time. Yeah. When you were Halloweening, do you remember, it seems to me like every neighborhood had a house you were afraid to go to. It was like... The haunted house. The, the haunted spooky house. house. Spooky house in the neighborhood. Yep. Do you guys agree with that? I mean, yes, every I neighborhood agree. you lived there, there was a house you were afraid to go to, but you had to go there. Yeah. For some reason, I think mine was it, because like I said, no one ever came back there. So I don't know. As a kid, my parents' house, no one went back to. Well, it's because it was... In this hideaway. That's just it. That's what I mean. So I think we were it, actually. Like, of course, no one would tell me that, but I'm sure that's probably what the neighborhood kids thought. Well, pretty much all the kids in the neighborhood hung out with you anyway, so (laughs) they were with you. That's true. (laughs) So it actually got to that point, actually. When we were kids, like, no one would come back trick-or-treating, so my mother used to actually, like, have, like, a little party, invite people over. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, I just like to get some kids there when I was younger, (laughs) you know? It's like, oh, (laughs) you should make cupcakes and stuff. That's all right. We'll have a little get-together. So uh, no one would come back on their own. (laughs) Bait them in. Bait them in. Yeah, exactly, right? They're probably like, those old people back there are baiting us in with candy. (laughs) We're not going to go back there. We're not going near there. I'm not going. Who's going to go first? I'm not going over there. I'm not going to knock on that door. That's funny. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, mischief night, and as I refer to it, you know, Hallow's Eve and everything. I mean. The kids don't have a mischief night anymore, do they? No. Well, I hope they don't. I mean, there's a lot less paper and that getting thrown around telephone poles and uh, shaving cream and all that stuff. Soap thrown. on, so, well, yeah. for us, it was soap on the windows. Yeah, oh. egg and cars. Yeah, I was, yeah. I 
feared to even try to sneak out on that night with repercussions that I may have felt from my father <laughs> if I got caught. I'll just leave it at that. I, I didn't go out misbehaving on yeah, a right. mischief night. Yeah. That was me a night me neither. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm guilty, I gotta say. We got Pinocchios in the <laughs> office here. I feel, like, I feel like I'm in true uh, confessions right now. No, I'm, I'm honest, I'm not gonna lie. I'm guilty of mischief night. <laughs> Sounds like I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I think the it statute of limitations is long over, Stan. Well, <laughs> mischief yeah, night. Right? You can't get in trouble with anything you do on mischief night. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, how could you get in trouble? How can you? Yeah. <laughs> There's just no way you could get in trouble. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's funny. Oh, here comes There's the music. All right, well, we want to thank everybody for listening again, of course. Thank you for sharing your stories. And um, have a safe and fun Halloween. I'm Joe Hawk. I'm Stan Zirk. I'm Ed McRae. I'm Kelly McRae. Don't forget to keep the faith. And sleep tight. Yummy. If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.